Welcome, you are listening to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we talk about the experiences of young adulthood and the pursuit of a life of richness, fullness, and purpose. We've all heard the saying, you need to pour into your own cup first. You don't want to pour from from an empty cup. And then we've also all heard um, when you're on a plane, they say if some stuff go, if something go down, make sure that you put on your mask first and make sure you can breathe before you try to help somebody else because you cannot do much for anybody if you can't breathe. <laughs> so let's get into it. All right, welcome back to the Quality Cup Life podcast. This week, I wanted to talk about people-pleasing, and I wanted to talk about the death of the people-pleaser in me and hopefully in you as well, RIP. (laughs) The interesting thing about death and also changing habits like people-pleasing as an example is, you know, you know, if you've ever had a loved one pass away um, after the funeral and everything like that, and of course you're you no longer have access to their physical presence, you've had a, a eulogy, you've you've said goodbye to them. When you come home or wherever it is that they called home, you see their stuff is still around, so they kind of left things behind. And that's kind of the same thing with habits sometimes or when you're changing a mentality. You may have had a funeral for them and you may have said goodbye to them. But sometimes you still have to deal with the after effect, if that's a good word, or um, the what they left behind or what, you know, those those things that those habits left behind, those mentalities, those thoughts those I would say what you used to kind of walk by going with the same analogy that there are things you used to walk by in the house that you never really paid attention to because it was normal to you that's just oh that's just such and such as things but when they're gone you you start to notice them more I feel like that's very similar in some respects I decided to go look up the definition for what a people pleaser is because I'm transitioning and I've made huge progress in it but I'm still transitioning from people pleaser to doing what I need to do no matter what and I'm going to explain why it's a continual process okay so web Miriam Webster's definition it says often colon a person who has an emotional need to please others at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. So I was like, hmm, okay. What does emotional, what are emotional needs? What's the definition of that? And so I looked that up as well. And I found a definition that came from mindbodygreen.com. And it says, emotional needs are feelings or conditions we need to feel happy, fulfilled, or at peace. Without them, we may feel frustrated, hurt, or dissatisfied. Some examples of emotional needs might include feeling appreciated, feeling accomplished, feeling safe, or feeling a part of a community. And I'm thinking 
back going back to the Merriam-Webster the Merriam-Webster's definition of a people pleaser it it says often at the expense of his or home his or her own needs or desires so if something is at the expense of some of your need or desire it's not a real need it's just a habit to me that's what it looks like to me it's a habit you've formed and since it's a habit and habits are a little more challenging to break you can start to tell yourself this is a need because you don't know how to operate without it and and needs don't typically cause hurt confusion dissatisfaction frustration needs don't do that needs get rid of those things typically needs usually satisfy you and bring you peace right and so I uh dug further and into um the personal not personal the emotional needs and I'm like okay well what is that then and I went to and that led me to psychology today and the name of the article is the curse of emotional needs and the article the guy in the article was talking about how toddlers of course babies and toddlers have emotional needs and without them you know they cannot survive or whatever but toddlers you know how they have the saying the terrible twos or whatever a lot of times toddlers can't differentiate a need versus a want and so since they cannot distinguish it that's when they fall out because they 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 like they feel like they cannot survive without it (laughs) luckily toddlers um you know attention spans and memories are very finite so they can get over it quickly but um the article was talking about how sometimes that translates into adulthood and so we confuse just like toddlers at times confuse or we misinterpret feelings of want especially in relationships to something that we need instead of this instead of it being in our mind okay this is a preference or this is a wanting or this is a desire it turns into a need mentally that made sense to me and then so as adults we don't you know throw a whole tantrum because somebody told us no because as adults we can make our own decisions right and so we can give ourselves the yes in whatever by our whatever means possible because if you think about a toddler if you've ever been around kids they try to get whatever they want by whatever means possible whether that's throwing a tantrum or whether that's you know talking back to their parents even though they can barely speak English or whatever their first language is adults we can nobody tells us no we get whatever we want by whatever means possible whether that's detrimental to us or not because toddlers if you let them do what they want they could do something that could harm them because they just they think okay I need this give me (laughs) you know what I mean and so it just it it made a lot of sense to me it's crazy personally in my own life I frustrated I allowed myself to get frustrated and dissatisfied and hurt And I did that to myself because I felt like another person's approval or another person's acceptance or another person's, what's the word I'm looking for? Another person's 
outlook on me, I thought I needed it. Not even, it wasn't even a conscious like thought. It was just, this feels good to me. Let me, let me get whatever this is by any means necessary, unconsciously now or subconsciously. And then, and then was wondering why I felt so hurt and abandoned and divided when I didn't get that from them. And then the crazy thing is, is you cannot force anybody to accept you and to bring you on in and look with you, look upon you with their favor. You cannot force that. You can encourage it by doing what they approve of. But even sometimes when you do what people approve of, they still might find a reason not to accept whatever it is that you bring. And so it's crazy how we'll bend our our own values and our own needs like the freaking avatar out here bending the elements just to satisfy somebody someone else's needs. Meanwhile, we are our self-esteem is sinking. It is dying. <laughs> we feel we feel the all of the blowback and all of the effects. Meanwhile, these other people are barely they barely even think about you. You know what I mean? Like that's it, it's pretty crazy. And another thing is that a lot of times, hopefully you're following me here, a lot of people can get so used to you operating a certain way or behaving a certain way or agreeing with them that when you start to change, they don't they're like I don't know who this person is, so they get uncomfortable. And so especially when you make a change that when they start to see a flaw in themselves because you're operating at a higher level or at a different level, they start to get uncomfortable. So then they start to, it ruffles their feathers and then they start to ruffle your feathers and make you feel like something is wrong with you. And honestly, I can understand some situations where somebody is trying to sit back, not sit back, but trying to sit you down and talk to you because they feel like, okay, I don't know if these decisions that they're making are correct. And that's understandable. But I think it's ultimately up to you and everybody on this planet to decide their own fate and make their own decisions. And so that's why it's so important. Like I was talking about in the check your pulse pillar, you have to, you have to check what it's going on with me. What's most important to me right now? What is going to satisfy my need and my highest value? What's the most important thing to me? If the most important thing to me is is fulfilling my needs, do that. Or is or is your most important value to satisfy other people? If that's if that's what you're on, okay, you're you're heading in the right direction. <laughs> but if that's not what's the most important thing to you, then you're going to have to make some adjustments, flat out. So I've been recently going deeper and deeper into this. And it's also another thing that's funny to me is that a lot of people think people-pleasing is just the obvious, you know, you know, you can look at certain situations and it's obvious that, okay, that person is a yes man, that person is a people-pleaser. And then I think that there are levels to this because there are other situations where you might not look at another person's situation or look at your own situation and think, oh, 
that person's a people pleaser. Oh, you know what? I'm a people pleaser. Until you start to make shifts in thinking, in your thinking and in your habits that are unfamiliar to the people in your environment and or something that is not as widely tolerated in your environment. And that's usually when you can tell, when you start to get that feeling, that's when you can tell when you have, if, when or if you have that people pleasing spirit on you, because it's going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable. And the thing, the goal isn't to not feel the frustration and to feel like the exposure of that inner people pleaser, but the goal is to make the decision for what's right for you and to be clear on what's right for you. And sometimes you might not know that in the moment. And that's why it's important to take the time to take time for yourself, sit down and think about it. Okay, what is important for me right now? What are my goals? What are my values? Where am I going? <laughs> is this leading me toward my vision and my purpose? Or is it taking me away from it? And if it's taking you away from it, then you're gonna have to make some some necessary adjustments. And that's just that's just how it that's just how it goes, buddy. <laughs> that's just how it that's just how it goes. And you know it's pretty cool. You know how sometimes when you this is kinda off topic a little bit, but it's on topic. Okay, so you know how sometimes when you're a kid and you're watching TV shows and movies and stuff, and like there's lessons in it, but you don't quite catch it because you're just looking at it as entertainment as a kid. Well, I was watching the first episode of Kim Possible last night, right? And the first episode is just about um, Kim and Ron. There's a school dance going on at school, right? And so Ron is expecting, oh, me and Kim are best friends. We're just going to go together because that's what we always do. And Kim is like, nah, I want to date. I like Josh Mankey. Shout out to y'all who remember Josh Mankey. <laughs> um, and so... Ron was just like, mm, all right, I guess. So he was just asking just random girls around school. He was asking when him and Kim would go out and save whoever's business around the world, he would ask the women out there. They'd be like, oh, no. The girls at school would be like, nah, boy, bye. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. He asked the whole cheer team. They was like, oh, nope. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kim was 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 checking for this one guy and everybody had not everybody but a ton of girls already asked and he was like nah no no I'm good I'm good and then this one girl who was always a hater on her cheer team she was like I want to watch you go ask him I want to watch you crash and burn because he's gonna tell you no and Kim was real intimidated by this Meanwhile, Ron, who was getting rejected left and right by everybody, he was cool and he was just like, next. Okay, you don't want to go with me? Okay, next. There's another woman out there. Next. And, like, I was thinking, oh, that's a whole word. Like, there's going to be some haters out here. It's going to be some things that people are going to tell you you cannot have. You cannot get that. I'm going to watch you crash and burn. Go ahead. And we can't, we got to be on that uh, Ron, semi-aggressive Ron spirit. Don't matter, no matter what people say, I'm going to find me a date. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, he didn't care how many people told him no. He was like, oh, I'm going to find somebody. He was not a people pleaser. Ron was not a people pleaser. No, people was, was 
freaking the villains didn't know what his name is a bunch a bunch of people just in the first episode were very dismissive of him meanwhile he didn't let that affect his self-esteem whereas kim kim didn't even ask the guy to the end of the episode and she was letting that affect her self-esteem and that's pretty crazy i was like that's a whole word (laughs) so so if y'all don't know what i'm talking about i think kim possible is on disney plus watch it and you'll see what i'm saying but it was just, I was like, kids, shows, and movies be be having all the lessons in them if you pay attention. So, those are my thoughts. R.I.P. to the people pleaser in me and hopefully in you too. Get you, have you a memorial, mourn them, and then after you let it go, you're going to have to pick up the residue in your house and, you know, gift it to Goodwill or whatever else you need to do to get rid of the residue i thank you so much for listening and watching if you're on youtube if you found this encouraging or helpful feel free to share it like it and comment down below if you have any uh, thoughts opinions or tips or if you remember that episode of kim possible if you're listening to just the podcast audio thanks for listening Feel free to go over to iTunes or whatever you're listening to this on and leave a review. You guys are awesome. Remember to pour into your cup first. Talk to you later. Bye.